Hello, everyone. We're back for the final episode of the Black Lorette podcast, Melanin Misadventures. And let me just tell you right now that my anger about this episode was so deep that I fucked up our first recording. No lie. Like, I did not have my levels and situations set up to where we're having to record this again. That's how angry I am about this moment. But let me introduce my co-host, Joy. I'm Jacqueline, and we're back. Yeah, this is, um, I feel like I'm gonna really, like, if if nothing else, I went through a whole season of this bullshit just for this last recording. Yes. Yes. Yes, that's exactly what happened. And nothing is going to make it better, because as I said last night, when I found out that our three-hour finale of The, of the Bachelorette was gonna be this weird amalgamation, I was pissed. Like, I just, I don't understand why they did it that way, but they did, and it was long as hell, and it was awful. Like, I mean, I told you about it. I was like, this is just, ugh. It, yeah, it, not only was it long, it was awful. I mean, we we mentioned this before, but we have completely two different viewpoints of the show because I'm, I've never watched any of the Bachelor franchise. Jacqueline has watched a lot of the Bachelor, Bachelor and Bachelorette franchise and has a frame of reference. We both agreed, like, no, this is the worst thing we've seen in a long time. Uh, friend of the show, Elon, who was on episode eight uh, as a guest, also was like, I've been watching this shit for 15 years, and this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Yes. Yes. Lord, yes. This was shitty. And I'm like, this is like top five shitty things that have happened on The Bachelorette. Like the dude that was on twice and like one season didn't pick someone, Brad Warder, for whatever his name is, when Ron, when Juan Pablo didn't propose and told the girl at the end of it, I like you a lot instead of saying I'm in love with you. <laughs> and like, it was just awful. And, 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 and this is the thing, like, I'm so frustrated with this season. I'm so done. I'm so pissed. Like, this is the deal. At this episode, I expected you to be the one to be this pissed because she was choosing Brian. I feel like you made it past acceptance. I got tricked into thinking that she was going to choose Peter. I don't know how, but I did. I just like, I was like, you know what? That's no, what's going to happen. I knew she was going to, I knew like in my spirit, I knew she was going to pick Brian. And my mind knew it. My heart did it. Because again, I was a slow burn on Peter, but sure. like, honestly, like his Instagram and when he, he, when I discovered he was a Packer fan, girl, I was picking out wedding arrangements. But what like is, I was like, but doesn't I, that say a lot that, up, I, um, yeah, doesn't it say a lot though that since episode one, I was like, yo, Peter's in my top three. And even I didn't think he was going to win. That says yeah. a lot where I was like, yo, I, I mess with Peter. I think Peter can make it far. I love the, the gap tooth thing. Like I was like, they're mm-hmm. going to have some beautiful gap tooth babies. Like he seems I know. very, he seems very sincere. I think a lot of, I think what the reckoning is, is I think a lot of people, there's nothing worse than being disappointed. Ain't nothing worse than being disappointed by another black person, especially a black Girl, woman. Yeah. If you're a black woman and you're seeing Ugh. her in a different light. And I think that's the, I think that's what people are, are coming to terms with where you mentioned this often. Like she's one of the most, if not the most likable bachelorette that they've ever had on the franchise. And, and so, then to do this, and then to do this, all that goodwill is gone. Right. And then to do this, like somebody who's a lifelong watcher like you, you feel away. Me, I was always on the fence with Rachel because I don't, yeah, yeah I've, 
I just didn't like her decision making. I was like, yo, you're going to do what you're going to do. I'm going to respect your decision. But like, I, I, something about it was just like, there's certain aspects of her that I was like, I can't get jiggy with. And mm. this all culminated into the finale where I was like, and I definitely can't get jiggy with it. Because, no. and, and this is the thing, like I gave Rachel all the chances because again, it's edited. It's a microcosm. There's a lot of things that you can interpret it. But the one thing I will say about this long as fuck finale, as bad as it was, the one thing that was redeeming was part of it was live. And the live part is the part you can't fake. Mm-hmm. And that was the part Rachel was the most fake. And that was the part where I was like, oh, boo, I see you. Like, right. I you see what I'm you, saying? Like, I'm she, done with you. Like, I now I've pegged you. She doesn't do well. In, I will say this. It sounds weird. Every time Rachel's on a live format, I don't like her. No. Like when she was on the Mintel Law, I wasn't a fan of her, and I surely wasn't a fan of this these live reactions. And no. not the way y'all probably think I wasn't, but yeah, so we'll we'll talk more about it. So let, let's get yeah. into the content itself. We yeah. return uh, yeah. in the episode. From a, yeah, go ahead. From the conversation that Peter has had with Rachel, and here's another thing. Peter has had this conversation with Rachel at least 10 different times over the I last know. three episodes. I know. And I'm, and I'm so, and I'm always so lost on why they keep discussing this. If they both are at an impasse and they both clearly want two different things. And so it, it's what's confusing to me. And I think this is where I made my peace with in regards to Peter and Rachel. If Peter didn't want to do the whole quote unquote journey, which if I, if I ever hear, if I never hear that word, it'll be too soon. Yes, um, girl. If, if Peter is not into the quote unquote journey and he's not drinking the bachelorette Kool-Aid and he's not a company man for the bachelorette or the franchise or respects it, why the fuck are you going to sign up for the show? So I have a little inside scoop on that. Um, Peter's a little bit older. Remember this. And apparently, um, with Peter, I might add, he actually, what's the word I'm looking for? He actually um, wasn't the one that made him go. He was actually convinced to apply for The Bachelor. If you go on his Instagram, he talks about it and he says, like, I had been asked several seasons, I need to go, I need to go. And then he finally did it this past season because of Rachel. It was literally like, I really like this girl. This is someone that is going to intrigue me because I guess up until that point, all of the girls that were on the bachelor, none of them really clicked with him. Like, and he wasn't the guy that was just going to go for the sake of going. If you know what I mean, do you know what I mean? Cause they never tell you this, but a lot of the guys are repeats. They didn't put them on someone's season. And so they put them on someone else's season. Right? No. And I, and I can, I can understand that to a certain degree, but like, if he has any idea of what the show is like, he knows that like there is a 99.9% chance that even if he wasn't on the show, this love was not going to be real. So he could have stepped to her after the show. Like in three to six months, she's going to be divorced anyway. So, hey, sis. This is my kicker is like, I think that and I get that, but there's a certain part of me that understands why he's also not going to make that empty gesture. Because this is the kicker. I look, look. No, I, and I agree with you. I think that here's where I netted out. I think both of them are wrong to a certain degree. How it panned out and culminated, I was just like, both of y'all are really flawed in terms of some of your thinking. Now, yeah. we've talked about this before. Peter, I agree with you. On the logic standpoint, 
yo, why are you getting engaged to somebody that you have not been monogamously, monogamously dating for two months? Y'all have never been on a real actual date where it's just you and him and yeah. you are just dating him and he is just dating you. I'm with you. Peter's correct in that regards. Peter is where he's incorrect is, bruh, it's the bachelor, bachelorette. There is no logic in this. If you signed up for it and she's been very clear from the get-go that I want a ring. This is what I want. I want to be engaged. There is no like, oh, we'll just not be committed or whatever, whatever. Though I think the, the logic is flawed, but she's been very mm-hmm. clear. Why would you sign up for this season? On Rachel's yeah. standpoint, Rachel has been very clear. She's been very consistent with what she wanted. So I can't fault her for that. There's where her correctness is. Where she's wrong is keeping Peter on all of these seasons if he has also been very clear that he is not ready for engagement. When his mother with, yeah. the, black, with the I love black men haircut was telling her <laughs> that he is not going to propose, girl, that was a that was an omen from God. St- leave, Let him go. Cut well, this loose. is the kicker, though. This is the kicker, though. This is where I, dif- I disagree with you as someone that has watched the show. Not all of them end in an engagement. They don't. They don't always end in an engagement. Like, they don't. A lot of them do, but not all of them. Sure, and, and I'm fine with and that, too, but she, she has been, like, but Jacqueline, she, she has, has been, been, like, overtly clear. She's been clear. I know she's been overtly clear on what she wants, but this is the kicker. That's, that's again, who has the power in the relationship? And honestly, Peter was the one that said we should end this, not her. She didn't really put the catalyst down of like, we should break up until he did. And to me, that says that she could never let her feelings get out of the way of what she wanted. That she basically threw a fit and thought that it would come to the point where he would just say it the way she wanted it to. Cause this is the thing, he did say it. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself, but all I will say is, even when she was given what she wanted, because she wasn't given it on the platter and the witch that she wanted it, she threw it back and fuck her for it. I agree. And, and, no, no, no. And I agree with you. But I would also point out that when there were when they were at an impasse, Peter was wrong too because he definitely decided to just throw it at her. But like, well, fuck it. I'm just gonna sure. Well, let's get engaged. If you want me to, I'll do it. Like where I'm just like, dude. But don't. that's what she wanted. She wanted an empty gesture. Right. But don't get. But don't. But if you're if you're so steadfast in how you feel, and uh, again, I agree with Peter. I think he should be steadfast in how he feels. Then don't just like throw in the towel because it got tough. Like, bro, just say nah. Okay, well I gotta go. Which he did well, later I, in the fact, and I appreciate did, it. Did. Cut it loose. Look at her. I know why he did that because he didn't want to lose her. And he was realizing in that moment, because honestly, I think he believed, I think both of them believed in their heart that the other person was going to bend. And when they came to the point where they realized that the other person wasn't going to bend, Peter was the only one that did bend at all. And Rachel was not enough to say, well, you didn't bend in the right way. And don't get me wrong. I don't think that's the way that I would want to be told that I'm going to propose tomorrow either. But she wouldn't even go past that. She was just like, you know what? You're not going to give me what I want the way that I want to give it. So I'm taking my cookies and I'm going to go home knowing that she didn't give a fuck about Brian. Look, I, I'm, I'm going to get no, ahead of and my. I, and, I'm, and I agree with you. I think on both standpoints, like seeing it live, seeing and remembering kind of doing a, a rewind back in the episodes we've listened because I listened to some of our episodes back and like going through the, the journey with these two. Um, yeah, there was definitely some faulty pieces on both ends. But I am firmly on the side of Peter and how he felt. Yeah, and and I'm and not just about how he felt, 
what he ended up doing. Right. Moving on. So Peter and Rachel, they have this impasse, but they, they agree to like, we need more time. So let's go to the fantasy suite. And this was like the first betrayal of the evening because how the fuck you going to wake up next to that man who looked so good. You know, he looked I great. Mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. He, he had that bed hair. He had that bed so head. Yes, he looked great. Girl, I was just like, damn. Like, <laughs> I don't wake up. I just have, so here's my thing also where I, again, things I don't understand. Y'all have been having this argument for five episodes. I'm not saying that you don't give him the key, but I'm also saying you should just not give him the key. Like, <laughs> I really feel like if y'all are so at this Because impact, she really cared about him. Look, this is the thing. They're fucking the, look, look, they are the couple that is going to be a harder relationship, but it's going to be a more worthwhile relationship. And I, and and I, definitely don't, I definitely don't disagree with you. Like, and I agree, like, I like their relationship, but for them to be at so much of an impasse as they have for the last, like, six this days. Is the thing. They're, they're, they're at an impasse on a magical thing that is created by a television show. And that is the only thing that this is for this is some bullshit concept of the bachelor and the only reason why it was an issue if rachel was the bachelor suitor and and peter was the bachelor they would be riding off into the sunset because he would know enough to say hey we don't have to get engaged on the show let's go to live together let's go be together and we could be together this will be happy but because she had the power and she was weak as fuck and had no backbone and fell in love with the idea of being married more than someone's actual physical opinions. Fucker. Moving on. Back to <laughs> Oh, I'm so mad at this woman. Like you cannot No, ugh. and I, and I'm with you. The only thing I would the only thing I would say is, and we'll talk more about it later in the episode, it's I think I, I came to a realization and I, I came to a realization earlier in the season that there's a, there's you can't blame ABC as much for no, how not for much the... Rachel looks in the light and how funny she looks in the light. Yes. Now, no, there's definitely some Rachel. things yeah. that are strictly ABC, and y'all have heard me on this podcast say, fuck ABC and Chris Harrison for some of the stuff that And there's done. probably some things that are editing, but there are some very clear moments of Rachel just being fucking stupid. Right, and yes, there are definitely some Rachel moments where I'm just like, yo, I just don't think you make good decisions, bruh. No! And that's where I feel. So I, it's it's a bit satisfying to see people like, okay, I'm seeing where you're coming from now. Because I've kind of been here since mid-season where I was like, something looking funny in the light in terms of her decision-making. But that's just me. But, okay, moving on. Yeah, so so Rachel has this moment. They wake up in the fantasy suite. Things feel like they're better. I mean, honestly, them waking up together was more like a real couple than anything I've ever seen. That's the other thing you have to understand. I've seen these things before. The things with Rachel and Peter are real. They're accurate, they're genuine, and they're authentic. And the things with her and Brian, which we then cut to on the next date, are completely manufactured. Oh, that, she could that not was so stop. awful. Yeah, it was so awful. And she could not stop thinking about Peter. And it wasn't because what he said was controversial. If she had made up her actual mind to be with Brian... It would have not bothered her the fact that Peter was not giving her what she wanted. Because in the end, let's not keep it real. That's what this really boils down to. I want someone who wants what I want with me. I want what he want with me, but I want it now. I can't give it to you now. Well, then fuck you. That, to me, is the, that like, cut all the other bullshit out. That's what it boils down to. I want what you want. You want what I want with me? Yes. 
why can't you give it to me now? Because I'm not ready. I need more time. Well, fuck you. I want it right this minute. Fuck her. Fuck her for that. That's really what it boils down to. And this is and this is the other thing. We'll get to this later. That right there being her impasse, I have lost every ounce of respect for her. So she's on the day with Brian and she can't stop thinking about Peter because she knows that Peter is the one she actually has feelings with and she's genuinely upset realizing this is now what I'm going to be stuck with because he's not going to give Yo, me what I want. I tell you that the only person that played second fiddle to Peter m- more than Brian was Eric. Because Eric literally yeah. just came back on the show to get eliminated. Yes, he so did. I mean, but was anybody shocked? No. And I, yo, and let me tell you, shout out to Eric. Eric came out here looking like a respectable, non-angry black man. Yeah. <laughs> what the, he came I'm out saying, here smelling like beard, roses. The beard. The beard and the suit. And I was like, Eric, boo, you fucking do you. Because Can we had, talk like, about it? He could have he could have easily been like, yo, I didn't Did get you to answer me around so they didn't call you call you the black girl that likes to date white boys because that's what he could have done. <laughs> and he was, I'm about to say he could have looked real crazy, and I, I don't know if I would have blamed him so much, but oh. but he was out here like I'm on national television. Y'all not gonna label me as this angry black man. I'm gonna give yep. you a smile. So I watched this live with a couple of my coworkers slash friends. And when he came out and sat next to her and looked at her and was like, so how is your heart? My, we my knew it was Brian. You knew yo, it was Brian right at that moment, didn't you? So, I did. No, not even that. My coworker literally, like, she had a physical reaction where she was just like, oh. Like, literally yeah. what she did. Was See, like, and I took oh. it the other way. Because the guys know who won. Right. You know, because they talk to each other. I knew at that moment when he said, how's your heart? I knew that it wasn't Peter. Because... To oh, me, well, here's the thing. if it I was knew, Peter, I knew, she wouldn't be worried. He wouldn't be worried. He wouldn't be asking. And here's another thing what that frustrated the fuck out of me, which I, I want to be clear to our listeners. I am firmly on the side of, of Jacqueline. She, her anger is valid and warranted because the way that Rachel did it was, was some fuck shit. Here's where I'm coming from. I, that, yo, the fact that they've been having, y'all are not even engaged. Y'all are really only been dating for two months. These old married ass conversations and arguments that y'all have been having for three fucking episodes. And then once again, when they're at the rose ceremony and they eliminate before he, she eliminates Eric, she looks dead in Peter's eyes. It was like the next, I hope that the final two understand that I want to get engaged and there's no boyfriend playing or whatever the fuck she talked about. Yeah. And Peter's having a visceral reaction to that. Because he's, she's clearly talking to you, bro. Yeah. You're the only one. There is no out to that. And this is the other thing. She basically just tried to dictate his guarantee, knowing that he can't, she can't give him one. Right. And because she like, wanted, at the end of the day, she wanted a short thing. So this is where yeah. we, we, let's get into, let's get into the second date. Cause they did a holiday. Fuck Brian. I don't even want to go over his date. He got picked. <laughs> Uh, uh, fucking Peter got picked surprisingly, but not before we go. Before we go to Peter's date, though, and we go to the Bachelor Notebook Edition, as I like to call that breakup, because that shit was fucking epic. Can we go talk about Diggy real quick? Diggy fucking the man on Twitter. I tried to get him to come on our podcast. I tweeted him. No, I just tweeted him before we recorded. Like, listen, we will. I will come. I was like, we will record just a special episode for you. I will. This is what I can guarantee y'all. If we can get Diggy on the show. I will dust off my microphone and I will just do a special episode just with him. I'm yeah. not even joking. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm not even joking. Exactly. Uh, but uh, we need. What do we need to do? Do we need to? Can we get? Can we get Jamie to like retweet our tweet? I did already. I tweeted at him from the BGN account, and it's like um, nothing. Diggy playing games. Nothing. No, Diggy. Yeah. Uh, we will call out to you again. You are hilarious. Yes. We He's want so, you on a show. Your live tweets have been a delight, and I just, I just want you to come. Like, yeah. just, just come, just come record with us. We'll record remote. If you in the city, let us, let me know. I would definitely record with you in an actual studio. Like, whatever you want to do, bruh. We will figure yeah. it out. And he's in LA. He's in LA too. Right. Oh, listen. If you want to record in a live studio with Jacqueline, whatever you want to do, bruh, we will figure it it's out, out for Thank you. you. But Diggy, we got to do, we just need to do a special episode of just with you. Like, yeah. this is, this is our plea. We're going to do another plea at the end of this episode, but just, Please, like genuinely, you have been the highlight of literally. You have been the only bright spot in this fucking finale. I'm not even joking. Well, even joking. we'll get to the one bright spot at the end, but I feel you. Listen, so back to two left, the two final dates. Peter, like, so so Brian did his, and now we have Peter and so her and Peter. Wait, before we start. Here's where, I, and this is where I was like, yo, Rachel's looking funny in the light, which my friend tried to argue with me that like, yo, it's a producer. I'm like, but Rachel also has not been shy of speaking up when she wants to speak up. Rachel does this thing of pressuring people by taking them to church. And I don't bang. Yes. Her. Yes. Do, this is not she the did first the same thing she, with Dean. She did the same thing with Dean. This is not the first time she has done it this season to your, to my friend's point. I don't, th- I, I don't think that she's deliberately like, we're going to go to church. I think it's producers trying to like offer up the option, but she's not saying no either. No. And I'm nope. sure she said no for other things in the past. Yeah. So girl, what's good? Like the whole pressuring people by taking them to a monastery or a church or whatever is uncomfortable. It's not mm-hmm. cool. And this is where I was like, yo, Rachel's looking funny in the light. Like, I thought yeah. she was looking funny in the light before, but that whole taking Dean, who's been very clear to be an atheist to church, I always thought yeah. was very iffy. And this is somebody who, m- me, myself, we've talked about it. I am more spiritual than religious, but I was just like, mm-hmm. yo, you can't be doing that to folks. Like, if that's no. not what you believe in, that's not what you believe in. Don't force them to go somewhere. No. I thought that shit was very Issa from Insecure. That was very manipulative. Yes, it was. Hella manipulative. And I had no... And that's why, like, that date, I was not about it. And that, too, that's why they went through it very quickly, because it was all about what was going to happen once they got back to the room. Right. And they get back there, and we have the same conversation that we fucking yo, had before. including but- commercials... We clocked in at about an hour and a half, and I was over it. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. so fucking long. Yep. And this part was the only part of the episode that mattered. And I will say for this 10 minutes of television, that was this moment and then the live reaction afterwards for two seconds, 15 minutes worth of television. That was that those little bits right there. If you want to just call it good TV, not necessarily what I want. That shit was the best television I've ever seen because that shit was real. That shit was genuine and that shit was heartbreaking. Like, that was the breakup to end all breakups. Everyone has been in that position if you've been in love where you are with someone who you love, if you've broken up with someone that you've been in love with and you guys cannot come to an agreement. I did it over where we were going to live and broke up with someone. And if you are that immovable object against another movable object that your breakups look exactly the same 
filled with love and knowing that it's over. Like they knew it then. And we're all confused. Like, is this really a breakup? Because Peter said he loved her and she says he loves him. And, but then he says, I can't ask you to marry me tomorrow. I don't think I can. And honestly, no matter what they said after that, and there was a lot of back and forth after that, you fucking knew that it was over. Like yeah, that was no, it. They, they both were just, you can see like at, through the tears, there was just like a sense of like, I'm very resigned right now. Like, yeah. I, I, for both of them, they, I think they were just like, you know what? I'm tired of arguing about this for five episodes. Let's just. Yeah. And this is the kicker. Gonna, nobody's going to bend. This is the other moment when I literally lost it with Rachel. Peter turns to her and says, do you want to spend your rest of your life with me? And she says to him, I can't answer that. And that's when I was like, fuck you and the horse you rode in on, bitch. Because if you could have at least given him... Of course I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Then you could really look at him and say, do you want to spend your rest of my life with and me? And, you, thing, and like, y'all come to an agreement. But she said, I can't answer that for you. So here's what I didn't know slash understand. And, and keep in mind, this is not necessarily a Rachel critique, but an overall critique about the Bachelor and Bachelorette franchise. The fact that contractually, because you don't want to spoil the season, you have these leads who have to be essentially emotionally distant even with their top two they can they can do that no no that is a total lie they just edit it out they could tell them guarantees all the fuck they want it is it is it is not a thing for them not to tell them that right and i and i know and i hear what you're saying but i can also see from rachel's standpoint because she what i've learned throughout the season is she's definitely a company woman when oh, it comes yes, to the fan, to when it comes to the franchise, so her saying mm. like I can't answer that, I was like, oh, this seems very, this seems very like oh standards and practices of the Bachelorette. <laughs> Even less respect. I don't care what her reasoning for it was. I'm with you. You're no, asking no, for a guarantee no, no, no. without giving it. I agree. I agree. It's it the process slash the 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 rules and regulations of the Bachelor slash the Bachelorette is bullshit. We all know this. And if you didn't know this, like I didn't, uh, you now know this now, like watching this whole season through, it's like, yo, they got to do a lot of shit where you have these people literally putting their heart on the lines and you just smile at them and give them a kiss. Or you're just like, I can't answer that. And you're just like, bruh, I'm literally bleeding here. Because I can't propose to you after eight weeks. Like, that is just, yes. like, you say you went to UT, I'm going to have to fucking check your degree, bitch. Like, I don't believe it. I just don't. Uh, yeah, because no, how could you be that smart we, and that dumb the, not to get that? The process, that? I, and that's the thing, like, I think the broader upset amongst people isn't necessarily the fact that the process is bullshit. I think we all know that. I think nobody was really expecting for Rachel to be so about the company mantle as much as she was throughout the season. That I think it threw some thing. people We're, for the loop. For yeah, loop. this is the thing. We're about to get to it afterwards. There's a lot of money to be made by being a profitable member of Bachelor. Sure. Yeah. Like, sure. Let's, let's keep that real. Right. So, Peter says the one parting line, which was pretty fucking harsh, but it is absolutely true. He says, do you want to take a chance with me to build something great, or do you want to have a mediocre life? And he's basically saying, with Brian, because right. we, we already know. Left. We already know. So here's where here's where the live we had the conversation with the live and it this is where it was both looking funny and the light for me for Peter and 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 Rachel. So let me tell you Only why. Only for Rachel for me, but go ahead. 
Um, so there's a couple of things. Uh, when he said that, I was like, yo, I'm not going to disagree with you. I actually agree with you, bro. If I could shake your hand, I would. But the way he did it is just like, bro, like, don't do that now. Her reaction to it after, because people were like, why after all this time is she getting at him now at the live show? I was like, well, she just had to watch him talk greasy about her live in front of an audience while he's sitting right next to her. Yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to get at you too. Yeah. Her saltiness too, equally, was unnecessary. Just like his saltiness was unnecessary too. When he was- Well, this is the kicker. Her saltiness was way more combative than his. His was more like- I'm salty because I feel like I'm getting attacked. And just so you know, Peter, let me give you a little spoiler. Yeah, you were. You were getting attacked. You didn't, like, imagine it. She was coming at you because she was still pissed that you could not give her what you want. Like, it is literally the, like, I wanted a prize and you wouldn't give it to me. Still salty. She's petty officer. I genuinely genuinely do not think she she was attacking him. I really don't. No, no, no. She was not attacking him in the sense of like, hey, blah, blah, blah. But she was criticizing him and putting him in a bad light. I didn't understand why you made no, no. this. No, no. So here's so, the like, so like yeah. she was so putting the, all I'm, these things forward no, to be like, you I, did this, you did this, you did this. I agree. And never taking anything for herself. So here's what this is, too, because, and somebody brought this up on social media where I was like, I have to sit on this for a little bit so I don't have a right answer. The way he said that he's feeling attacked and she came back at him like, well, what are you feeling attack about, attacked about? And he couldn't have an answer. Someone who was a black woman was like, yo, I did not like how he like how he presented that because it sounded like to me just like how she was trying to throw salt in his bachelor campaign. He was, whether consciously or not, trying to portray her as this like very aggressive, angry black no. woman. And, and I that. didn't take that. This is why I took from that. This is what I took from that because I really did feel it. This is the problem. It's a two-person relationship. And yes, you can bring up all the mistakes that Peter made in the relationship and talk about how you're so frustrated that he didn't do this and he didn't do that. And you can paint a picture. No, he's not being attacked. You're just describing what he did. But the classy thing to do after that is, and despite me seeing all those things, I proceeded ahead of time and didn't check myself early enough. These are the things that I did wrong and that got us to this point. This is the things that I could have done better before we got to this point. This is what I should have done. She took no accountability for her actions with Peter and just said, I let my heart lead me to this point until I realized that you couldn't give me what you want and just made it all on him. And that's fucked up because he was probably doing the exact same thing. Mm, okay like like she all she did was describe all the things he did wrong and i don't agree that he didn't do them wrong but she took no culpability no not that that and that i can't agree with so this is where it started getting i talked about how i thought it looked funny in the light with with peter let's talk about how it was looking funny in the light with rachel i agree i think where she was saying this is the things that you did wrong in the relationship and this is how i felt but not even taking accountability of like, yo, at the end of the day, like this is how I felt this. Is how I should have let you go earlier or something along those lines where it's like, yeah. you are copying like, Hey, I, I fucked up in this place too. That's not cool. He didn't here's, lie. Right. He didn't lie. He right, told here's, her. Here's where she was like really looking funny in light. Yo, she was not very subtle as she thought she was to throw salt in Peter's camp bachelor campaign. She made it very clear. This process ain't for you. And she for said you, it boo. more than once. Yeah. So oh, that's where I was so just like, okay, if you, like, I, genuinely, I would have been fine with her being, saying what she said. I would have been fine with her 
being like, I wasn't living a mediocre life and you were wrong for saying that. I'm living my best life, though I don't agree with it. And I would have been cool. Whatever. Keep it moving. The way she was like deliberately trying to throw salt in his bachelor campaign, that's where I was just like, girl, this is unnecessary. Like, you this have to be... I yeah. love pettiness, but I feel like this is like you are taking a, way, a step way yeah. too far considering you're engaged. Yes. And Somebody this is the kicker. Else. She repeated it like three or four times. And that was the thing where I was like, that's where, oh, I, that's yes, that's, that's where I was just like, girl, you're already engaged to the other man. It's been two months. He tried to contact you. He asked if he can contact you later. You yeah. said no. Like, he said that on live television. Why are you yeah. still hurt? Like, I'm so... Why that's are you still so hurt? Exactly. That's where my confer- confusion was. So that's where I was like, yo, both of y'all are looking funny in the light. And, and wait a minute. The other thing she's fucked up for, this is the other thing I'm not letting this get by. Her trying to re rewrite history on why she was upset and then saying, well, you know, I had questions about you in Geneva. If you had questions about him in Geneva, why did, why did you, you let him go in Geneva? I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Like, I'm with and, you. Then Here's she said, and then she said, wait a minute. No, this is the best part. She was just like, and it wasn't just that I was losing you why I was upset. It was my previous relationship. Bitch, fuck you. Don't lie. Don't lie. You here's, were losing so, somebody you loved. So here's where I was like, yo, th- like as somebody who loves being petty, I feel like this is where the pettiness has gone out of control. I thought it was the trying to throw salt in his bachelor campaign. And then when she was, when obviously, fuck Brian, when he got, the, when he proposed again, fuck him again. Um, she was pretty much like, we're just going to take it slow and we're just going to get to know each oh, other. Which is like throwing more salt in the wound that is Peter. Like she deliberately said that. Like I really feel that in my heart of hearts that she deliberately was like, see, if you would have gotten engaged to me, we would have been taking it slow like you wanted and we both would have gotten a win-win scenario, but you didn't want to play by the rules of the Bachelorette. So now here you are single and here, am I, here I am engaged with what I want, with my ring, with my mediocre man. Whatever. Like she... Like, the way she kept trying to put salt into his clear pain. My man was crying backstage before they called him out. He's yeah. clearly affected by this. and Because she had actual emotions towards Rachel instead right. of a and fucking she, sales pitch. No, but here's the kicker. She is just as affected as he is, but she's playing it off really cool. So this is why one of the reasons why I really wasn't getting jiggy with Rachel halfway into the season. Because she has this air of, I have my shit together. But she is just as flawed as everybody else on this show. Girl, yes. And, and, so, and that's the other thing. And the moments when it came out were her moments with Peter. Because he actually broke through her bullshit. Actually. Yes. Like, did. Right. And she was angry that he broke through and didn't, like, come through with what she wanted to save her on right. the other side. I don't Whatever. Want you to look, right. I don't want you to look like a punk. Especially as a black woman on the show. But at the same token, like... This this kind of air of I got it all together, and I don't know if she felt the pressure to do that because she's the first black bachelorette, or is because yeah. that's who she truly is. I I generally don't know, but it it didn't didn't sit right with me in my spirit. Yeah, so, let's move so this on is to one her. thing I will say before we move on. I want to give her one thing because I am completely pissed at Rachel. Like I have no redeems for her, and not just because of that she didn't pick Peter. It's the way that it happened and why. I agree. But the one thing I will say is perhaps, perhaps because she was the first black bachelorette and because black women in general have a history of not getting their day and their time in the sun Mm -hmm. and their parade and their rainbow and their fantasy ending. There was a part of her that said every other bachelorette and not every other, but most of the other bachelorettes get this moment. And I deserve this moment. 
And if you can't give it to me, that makes you not the person for me because I will not be on here and be a first and be the Jackie Robinson and accept less than what other women have accepted. So this is just where... makes me a second, second place bachelorette. So for that, if that was her reasoning, it's fucked up, but I understand it because it's millions of people watching. Yeah, but that proves that she's more caring about what other people think instead of about what oh, she Oh, well, absolutely. I think, I think I agree with you. So this is why I kind of have like this neutral air about this because this is where my, I netted out to this afternoon where I really sat and thought about it and I agree with you that she cares about other people think I think it's easy for us to be on the other side of the aisle being like you shouldn't care what other people think but we also don't have like tens of millions of people watching us who will get into our social media and like write comments and be like girl you picked the wrong man which people are doing or like send death threats or send death tweets like oh you know or send racial mm-hmm. tweets about your choices like i'm not i've never lived that life and i don't want to live that life so i don't know what that pressure looks like so i agree do i think it's fucked up yeah but do i understand yes i think that's why she became kind of like the company woman of the bachelorette, not only for the benefits, but realistically she there, I think there's an assumption of, I have this protection now that even despite the fact that I am black, I still should be getting the same equal treatment as every other bachelorette. I should be getting committed to, I should be getting a ring. I should be getting engaged. And also another aspect of it is she's the oldest bachelorette. So imagine Mm -hmm. how how the optics look when you are the oldest bachelorette, you're the oldest black woman bachelorette and you're not getting the commitment that every other one of these young blonde bimbos are getting i'd feel away Mm -hmm. i definitely would feel away so i get it to a certain degree i do i agree with it no but if this if at the end of the day she viewed this more as a step up to be the jackie robinson and there is some type of like business transaction for this marriage with with brian which i still don't think is gonna happen but hey girl whatever like then that's her call do i agree with it no but there are definitely people who do not marry for love and yep. they marry for, for oh they won't get married they'll do like what the last bachelor did with his girl they stay together they do a tv show or they do a bunch of endorsement deals they make some money and then they break up right now, the kick with this couple though is like i hate to cut to the end of the page they're not going to be booked for as much as someone else because people are pissed. Even Jimmy Kimmel was yes. ripping off these motherfuckers in the episode afterwards. So, like, this is not going to end the way that they wanted it to so at all. I would like to start with, before we get into the Brian proposal and talk briefly about Brian as briefly as humanly possible. Um, hey, guys, it's time for Joy's social media corner. <laughs> yes, Lord our special guest is brian the scam and scammer who scams now listen we have been talking about all this season uh that brian is a scammer he's a messy bitch that lives for drama like joanne and we now have evidence of that (laughs) Mm -hmm. on the instagrams so if you look up and i'm gonna pull up for you you find you find Mm -hmm. beautiful people because I care. I do the research. I am a journalist, so I got y'all, right? I'm going to make sure mm-hmm. y'all know the people that are getting picked. He is the, T-H-E, Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, like an annoying person, because why are you not spelling Brian traditionally? Uh, last name, A-B-A-S-O-L-O. Mm-hmm. Abasolo? I'm pronouncing his name wrong, pro- uh, pro- uh, probably. Um, 
So we all know that uh, our our man Brian is a chiropractor from Miami, which is very mm-hmm. interesting because his bio says he's a natural doctor. Which, if you scroll down to 2015, my man was uh, pushing that Herbalife, but um, my, he's selling some merch <laughs> on the mm. link of his Instagram page from this place called VIP Swag. And you're probably wondering, well, Joy, what does that mean? What is that? I don't, what do you mean? Like, how, what do you mean he's selling merch? He's selling merch called the Brian Abasolo Collection. And some of the things include Dr. Abs cosmetic case, where it's a picture of a man's six pack abs with the words Dr. Abs written on the peck. We got a mm-hmm. find yourself a Jerome cosmetic case and mug. I'm not understanding the find yourself a Jerome because I know Rachel has said in, in some of her posts, like, you know, you know, come meet me and Jerome for the first time, blah, blah, blah. Is that just a regular random name that she picked or? No, that's a random name that she picked, which, by the way, like, I'm doubly pissed about not to go into details, but that's my father's name. I was like, this bitch. That's my, yo, that was my, God, God rest the dead, that's my great, that was my great uncle's name, and I loved him dearly, so I was very upset, too. Um, here's my favorite one. Uh, if the love doesn't feel like R&B, I don't want it. A love like R&B mug. He has Dr. It's supposed Abs to be, and, and just so you know, he fucked up the twi- the Tumblr thing. It's supposed to be like, if the love don't feel like 90s R&B, because you have to be specific on the time frame. Like no, we're no, boys, this asshole joys. was meaning R&B yeah. like Rachel and Brian. <sighs> That's why he wrote it. If the love don't feel like R for Rachel and B for Brian, and this motherfucker thought that we were going to be okay with this. He Mm-mm. has posted a Hotep meme before in 2015. Just yeah. some of that Hotep art that y'all love seeing on Instagram and making fun of people doing. He has done that. At the end of the day, his Instagram is weird. He's a weirdo. He is clearly a scammer. And mm-hmm. what is it going to take for y'all to realize this, Rachel? I don't know. But let's let's we, we're gonna close out Joy's social media corner just to say that. Also, I gotta shout out my man Eric Bigger on Instagram. <laughs> be blessed yeah. by that beard, guys. Like, man, that is a yeah. beautiful black man. Hmm. Yes. Anyway, continue. He really Jack. is. So, this is the other thing I'll just go ahead and say before we leave Joy's corner. Um, <laughs> Rachel is still not down with Peter being The Bachelor. She put out that, you know, I feel manipulated. <laughs> Wait, she tweeted <laughs> that, this? No, she did an interview. Ooh. Yeah. When interviewed with E.T. about her relationship, she put, I feel a little bit manipulated. I have no idea. The lack of commitment that you're telling me that you wanted a future with me, but you didn't have the actions to take it, that's, that's ridiculous. And she said that. Yep, and 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 yeah, and we already know she don't think he should be the bachelor. Oh, girl, like I think at this point, here's the problem, and this is where my frustration comes. Rachel is very quick to to shade people when she feels like she's on the defense, but she's never shady on the offense. 
Because you no. you could have changed the game up. But you chose not to. And I'm not mad at you for that. But, like, yo, you can't you can't portray yourself as this, like, I'm different than other bachelorettes. Like, da-da-da. No, you're not, girl. You don't want to be different Mm-mm. than other bachelorettes. That's what makes me mad. Like, if you really were just like, hey, I'm a company girl through and through. Like, this is what I'm interested in. I want the real process. Like, I want the traditional bachelorette process. All right, sis. I don't agree with it. But I'll be like, okay. But then don't do these, like, shady comments and back and forths and stuff like that. Like, that ain't, that's not who you are. Like, and if that is who you are, you can't be both because they're very conflicting in personality. And it mm-hmm. seems like you're faking one or the other at different times. And that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, you talk I, about the eyelashes? Girl, yeah. Like, I don't even want to talk about it. Like, I'm, I'm just not going to lie to you. Like, this whole process made me so upset. Well, I'll talk, like, about, I'll talk about the eyelashes briefly and let you just, like, have a second to stew. Um, <laughs> Yo, I gotta. I didn't never thought I would do this, but yo, um, what's going on with the fuck the hair and makeup department? I've been wanting to say this. Fuck the hair and makeup department of ABC and whoever is the bachelor franchise. Her weaves have not been secure. <laughs> her edges have not been laid. They've no. been brittle and thin. Mm-hmm. Her hair always has flyaways. None of it has been smoothed down in between takes. The, in the proposal, there was a dead face track showing. Like, I know you saw that. I'm not even going to get into it because I'm, I'm getting, now I'm getting mad thinking about it. You, and the, here's where the makeup department gets the fuck you. Y'all keep putting Rachel in these goddamn uh, uh, super sparkly Claire's eyeshadow. Like, she ain't a 32-year-old woman. What is wrong mm-hmm. with you? Stop making her lips match her outfit. This is not the 90s. And then most importantly, I don't care how hard you're crying. Regular salt and tears should not have your eyelashes flying completely off. What kind of glue are y'all using? This is not, y'all are not, nobody is of high caliber. There, you know how many, you know how many. Why couldn't they just go get eyelash extensions like the normal population? That shit stands up to But this is the shit that makes me mad. Do you know how many black women and femmes are on Instagram dying to get work? This is like the the Medusa and human thing all over again. You know how many black women and femmes are on YouTube slaying a wig for $10 and y'all couldn't have hired none of them? Like this stuff like shit like this makes me upset. Like this is what makes me upset where I'm just like, yo, what is good? And why are you treating the back the black bachelorette like this? You know damn well she got a weave. And unless y'all not gonna let her have her braids, why do y'all put her consistently put her in makeup and hairstyles that are not secure for these high quality wigs? Why couldn't they just put her in those Zoe Kravitz braids for the season? It would have right. been cute. The she could have done. She had one on Instagram a couple of weeks ago. I was like, these are cute. That's my thing. It's like y'all. This bitch loves high adventures. She loves being on some type of helicopter or hot air balloon. Like, girl, you know this is high altitude. What are you doing? What are you doing? Mm-mm. Like, stuff like that. Just air. And then, Peter, man, you're gross. Somebody should have picked up them goddamn eyelashes after the first day, after the first couple of hours. Why you, you know what, though? Wait a minute, though. For two days. I, I've been that girl, and I had a breakup, and it was a T-shirt, and I just could not either no, A, get rid of it no, or Jacqueline, move it. You are not going to quantify t-shirts to eyelashes on somebody's fucking eyes. 
No, but he didn't have any t-shirts because they didn't live together. There also, wasn't. People, what else is he gonna have? Side note: People were asking why Peter ripped off his shirt because she cried all over it, and I thought I yes. saw that his sweater Tears. was mad wet. So yeah, he had to take it off because exactly right. it was wet. That's he didn't just rip off his shirt like Omarion in the Icebox music video. Like he drew, no. it legitimately was. She soaked through his sweater because yeah. she was crying hella hard. My yo, listen. I'm not saying that I find people crying attractive, but listen. Peter crying, girl. It busts my spirit. Um, Let me just say this right now, and I've said it before. I am not kidding you. Let's talk about what Jacqueline did today. And then we need to wrap this shit up, because I'm still pissed. Like, it's it's right. There was the best gift from last night, and it was the Regina George from Mean Girls. It's like, if you felt personally victimized by this season finale of The Bachelorette, raise your hand. And I'm just like, yes! Oh, so but let me just say this. Yes. Peter is a personal trainer, so you got to be fit. If this was Eric, I could take my, my thick hips and thighs onto the Bachelorette and it would be okay. I'm finding out the timeline for The Bachelor. And if I could drop 20 pounds and get some 20-inch tracks, I will fucking be there. I may audition just thick and see what happens because Rachel wasn't exactly not thick in well, the right says, place. Bring a brush because they ain't going to take care of you over there. Girl, no. I will definitely have my braids and they can fuck off. Girl, <laughs> At least have long braids. Like, really fuck the I game mean, up. I mean, I wear my shit natural, too. Maybe they'll deal with that because it's ABC. But you never know. Fuck them either way. I'm so done with these people. So done. Okay, anyway. So, we were talking about, talk two, about two more things. Yeah. We get to the proposal. So, here's the interesting part. When, when they talked about the lot, when they had the live reaction after that, that bootleg proposal... Um, Brian mentioned he didn't know what was going on. So nobody yeah. decided, nobody informed him that he would be the only one on the goddamn mountain no. or the, the no. castle. They never do. So that was fun, but he must have been surprised, like, wait, hold on. There should be two roses. There's only one. This is going to be easy. My man skate. You know, we've been talking about Eric has, has skated through. There's always only one rose. There's always only one rose. Right. But I'm talking about like, he was probably confused. Like, where the fuck is, wait, who, where's Peter? <laughs> like. Yeah, but he doesn't know what order they go in. So this right. is the way it normally works. They walk up. She lets one of she lets both of them get down on one knee. She tells one of them, "I'm sorry," and then she goes with the other one. Oh wow. Okay. So yeah. Um, remember how we said that Eric has skated through the season? I'm not gonna lie. The person who skated the best and the brightest was Brian. This last episode, my yeah. man had no issues because they focused so much on goddamn Peter. That all he had to say was like, hey, I love you and I love you forever and I'll engage, be engaged to you. And he won by saying he didn't do he did. You know how like Deadpool is like it's all about maximum effort. He did minimum effort <laughs> doing the least. You're not did, doing the most. You're doing did, the he, least. No, but actually he did the absolute least. All he said was, I love you. I love you forever. I, I'm looking forward to being engaged to you. Like, I can't wait to get on down on one knee. Like, all this other buttery shit. And give her that ugly-ass tear-shaped diamond. What's so tacky? It's so tacky. I'm sorry. But you know what? Did you see? And this is when I knew this shit was fake. Because TJ Holmes, who has been a follower of this show all this season, and actually got cool with Rachel, and they tweet each other every episode, right? He said something that I was like, yes. He was like, something don't feel right. Like, this... The proposal, nothing about that proposal felt right in my spirit. Like genuinely something like something in the water was not clean for me. Like none mm-hmm. of it was genuine. I wasn't moved. 
I wasn't even no. elated or excited. I wasn't even angry. I was still thinking about Peter. It was the most false proposal I have mm. ever seen. Like it was t- like the acting was awful. So like he, you know, speaks his 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 fake Spanish and you know talks to her and blah blah proposes and he says you know can i love you forever forever and she says yes and didn't even say like nothing she didn't even say like right after like i love you i want to spend the rest of my life with you and reciprocation she's just like it's so pretty give it to me and i sat there this is the thing don't forget this do not forget this and this is something somebody on twitter pointed out to me remember this from the very beginning until the last episode rachel said one thing I'm here for a ring. That's you know true. What she didn't say I'm here, I'm here for, for love. love. You know what? You goddamn right. You know what? I recant my statement. No, actually, no. I don't recant my statement. It just makes my statement more sad. But yeah. They, whoever said that, whoever you are in the Twitterverse, you are absolutely correct. She has made it very clear that she wants a ring. Never along those lines. She was like, "I'm gonna follow my heart for this ring." <laughs> <laughs> no, that's exactly what it is. I am not like it's. I mean. That's it. And this is the thing. I personally am betrayed by that ideal. And I just want to like sum this up. And I really do not want to talk about these people anymore. And especially not Rachel and Brian. We're we going to talk the about the last piece, piece, but yes. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about Bachelor of Paradise and the, and the next Bachelors, but then I'm out because I can't, I cannot invest any more this because I'm so disgusted with Rachel. This is the reason why I know this because again, you know, you know, we talked about the first time I saw me. Well, this is a show that I've watched for 15 years. This is the first time I had a a bachelorette who I felt, you know what, if I was in this position, I would feel some of the things that she felt. And then some things I did feel like as someone that dates, you know, multiple races, you know, I would feel this pressure to be like, I don't want to look like I'm a woman that is not, you know, wanting to date black men if I don't choose, you know what I mean? Like that's a pressure. That is a pressure. Unless you choose nothing but black men, you are going to have that pressure being on this show. How are people going to take your hair, your culture, your family, and all of the things that she felt? I was like, man, I know I can deal with it. And for certain moments in this show, I felt that Rachel was my was my representative. But in this episode, she betrayed everything that is me because look, I'm a 30 plus black woman with good credit, no kids, and a great job. I do my life. I do what I want. And I've never made apologies for that, but I exist in a world and especially within my family where they always question those decisions because I don't want to get married. I don't want to have a ton of babies and I want to do this life. And I am told in every turn from my family and a lot of people in my Southern Christian, you know, Judeo Christian like circle that what I'm doing is wrong. I don't care how successful I am. What I'm doing is wrong because I should be having babies. She betrayed all of that by sacrificing herself and her identity for a ring. And that is what I strive in everything I do to try and be against. So if it means that I get to be alone, fine. But I will do me and I will be happy in me before I will sacrifice for a ring. And she just betrayed all that. And so I'm done. I'm done with her. I have nothing. I have nothing. Oh, that's wow. Uh, I I tweeted about this earlier today. I think if anything I learned from this... uh... (sighs) this uh, season of The Bachelorette, it's two things. Um, man, life is hard and relationships are hard and, and I and I feel for and get what Jacqueline is saying in terms of, hey, like you're going to have these impasses and it's hard for that breakup. But man, communication has been, is key. Like when people tell you what they want, you have to take them at face value mm. or else you are spinning around in circles and spinning off the rails 
for no damn reason. If I like yeah. apples and I made it clear I like apples and I made it clear I like apples from day one and you like oranges and you've made it clear that you like oranges and you've made it clear that you like oranges from day one, we're at, we're going to always be at an impasse, whether it's earlier or later. It's better off for both of us if we just cut tides earlier because then we don't waste our time. It's the time wasting where it's just like, it doesn't make sense to me. That's the first thing that I learned. Second thing I learned is love has to be based in reality at the end of the mm. day for me. Um, the whole hopping around Europe for two months and then expecting uh, engagement, it just, it doesn't, the, the math doesn't add up for me. And I'm going to add a third thing. The third thing is, though I don't agree with it, if you are searching for a ring and you, you want your marriage or your engagement to be a business transaction, that's fine. Hey, bruh, run for the hills if that's the case. And I'm talking about for men or women. <laughs> run for the hills if you're looking for love. Like, me, me, myself, personally, I have an interest of getting married. I have an interest of getting married and having children. I have an interest of, you know, not necessarily having a home, but, like, sharing a life with someone for a long period of time. My parents have been married for 26 years. They've had definitely their ups and downs, but they genuinely love each other. Um, but let me tell you something. This really reaffirmed to me of what I don't want in a relationship. And we've talked about like my lack of relationships yeah. throughout the season. Um, this, this ain't it, man. Like the, the, this ain't it for me though. This is what it affirmed to me is like, no, I'm going to be me because if I was I Rachel and on that show and I did that, I would feel like I betrayed every ounce of well, my being. But, because... but I, yeah, no, I'm with you. But what I'm trying to get at is, is that not only is it this ain't for me, like, it made me make sure to check myself to make sure that as I am getting older, that I'm not chasing a ring, but I am chasing. Oh love. yeah. Yes. So I think that, that I had to, I had to do a self like, you know, you have to do like a self check. Like, yeah, are you, good? Yeah. like, are you, are you doing the right? Are you being the best joy? Are you being the best Jacqueline that you can be? Yeah. And if so, why or why not? And how do you self correct? Watching this mm -hmm. season made me like gut check as I'm getting older. Like, I just turned 26, so now I'm in the second half of my 20s officially. Like, I had to do a gut check of, yo, are you, as the time kind of, like, gets longer and you start to get older and you do eventually get into relationships, are you chasing a ring or are you mm -hmm. looking for love that somehow you can foster that you do get married because that is a goal of yours. But there's a difference between, like, it's a goal for me to eventually get married versus I want a ring for day one. Yeah. That's two different goals, right? So yeah. I had to do a gut check for myself, and I agree with you. Rachel didn't represent me, but you know what? Ra Rachel was a good representation of what I could be if I don't watch myself. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree on that one. Um, moving on to Last piece. the Bachelor of Paradise promo, which they played – Ugh. So I, tap me in. I, not, this was yeah. nauseating. Yep, tap me in because I'm angry. Like, now that this is where I can give y'all my full, my full <laughs> anger because I kept it real. I kept it genuinely neutral, and I told y'all I was I wasn't gonna. I told y'all I was gonna black out. This is where my blackout's coming from. Yo, I've been saying this since the beginning. Yo, fuck ABC, <laughs> fuck ABC, fuck Chris Harrison, fuck those producers. Fuck those uh, 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 cinematographers. Fuck the people who are or are are filming this shit. Fuck y'all because we talked about this last week where we were like, "Yo, ain't no way in hell these motherfuckers are stupid enough to show any of the footage leading up 
to the Corinne and DeMario sexual assault allegations. Ain't no way they dumb. They've been doing this shit for 15 years. I don't have to worry about it. We're just going to keep going. Fuck y'all. Because I didn't think that y'all would be that stupid. Ooh, but stupidity runs all throughout everybody in this goddamn franchise. From <laughs> Rachel to Brian to the rest of these men to definitely Chris Harrison and all of motherfucking ABC. Listen, the fact that y'all have been doing the marketing leading up to this trailer, talking about it's the most controversial season, bringing up the tweets of like, oh, it's going to be going away. Oh, yeah, it's back. I knew y'all were trashed then. But yo, there is a special place in hell for y'all. And I'm being dead serious. <laughs> I'm so I'm so genuine about that because y'all dead show them in the pool together. Y'all dead had people talking about at some point and now production is cutting and the producer in the background being like, hey, can I talk to you for a second to Corinne and her face and you're seeing her face. Y'all ain't shit. And then try to put it in the front half like the rest of the trailer would make us forget what we just saw. Y'all are going yeah, to hell. Girl. And listen, this is where my spiritual Y'all are going to hell. Whatever, whatever underworld you believe in, or if you don't believe in anything, you just think that when people die, they are in this random stasis. Yo, karma is coming back to y'all. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you. As somebody who does marketing for a living, this is the worst shit you could have ever done. Why are you using sexual assault allegations as a marketing ploy? Mm. Nah, fuck y'all. As a as a marketing professional. Y'all shouldn't be working in this business anymore. Fuck y'all. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, 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 I will just tell you, I'm not in any way surprised. I never watched Bachelor in Paradise. It's trashy as fuck. I hope this backfires and, on yo, them. And I but... get it. Like, I there I know that there's trashy for there's there's definitely trashy television. I'm not surprised about this trashiness. But there, man, there is a line that you should not be crossing in any way, shape, or form. And mm-hmm. I'm not even saying that I'm disappointed for, because for me to be disappointed, that means I had hope in you and I never have hope in any of these folks after this season. But, man, I, I, am, dis- I am genuinely grossed out and disgusted. And if anybody on my timeline is going to be watching Bachelor in Paradise after that tr- garbage dumpster fire of a trailer, do me a favor. Block me now. Yeah. No, I, I, I no, I, I'm out on it. The only thing I will say, and I'm not going to watch it, but I will follow like the 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 online chatter on it, and this is the reason why. This was awful. Like every ounce of goodwill I had towards Rachel burned down in three hours of just bullshit. But there is one minor silver lining, and that is that we may get a season of Peter as the bachelor. And at this point it's his to lose, but, 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 but I will just tell you this has happened before. Nick Vial, the guy who ended up being the bachelor that picked Rachel, that then made her the bachelorette. He was not supposed to be the bachelor. The person that was supposed to be the bachelor was Luke from Jojo season exact same situation he was a guy that was late that couldn't commit to jojo the way that she wanted him to commit the difference between jojo and luke was jojo sent him home before like the final two because he he couldn't tell her he loved her and he couldn't make all the it wasn't even like he couldn't propose it was that he couldn't get to the point of affection that she was at 
that's a mature and responsible decision. That's not what Rachel did. Anyway, it was his to lose. Comes out later, he just recently wrote an article about it saying, like, his bags were packed. They told him he was the Bachelor and he was getting ready to go. And it was Nick's season of Bachelor in Paradise that made them change their mind and quickly make him the Bachelor instead. And people were shook. Like, people were not like, why, why, why? You know, there's a whole bunch of reasons why they ended up going with Nick. He kept hanging around. He'd been on two Bachelors in Paradise. He'd been on two seasons of The Bachelorette until he eventually became The Bachelor. So I think that we're going to get Peter as The Bachelor, unless the only thing that could possibly change that is if Dean or one of the guys on Bachelor in Paradise comes out of that to become The Bachelor. Because of everything that's happened, I don't think that's likely to happen, but I'm at least going to pay somewhat attention to it because if anybody comes out of Bachelor in Paradise shining well, they could well become The Bachelor, it and that would be stupid. I will say this. Dean definitely got a lot of screen time in that, that second half of that trailer. Yeah. And he got a lot of screen time in the mental all. Like, Dean in general is definitely one that I think they're putting up as like, hey, if we have America fight, but I will tell you this, what they did with that finale, to me, to me, says that they don't know if they can get Peter, and so that's why they're putting up Dean. Because this shit was shot months ago, so Mm -hmm. they've known for months this is what we have, and they've known for months, look, America's gonna go nuts for this shit, and it's definitely gonna be after Peter as The Bachelor, but we don't know if we necessarily, like, they don't want to have a repeat of Juan Pablo, which is a guy who was the bachelor, who was very indecisive. And, like, they need somebody that's, like, com- like going to give them what they need, as you say, be a company man. And oh, he's clearly not. Which Dean is full circle. Is. Yeah, yeah, like, full circle. When w- they announced in the beginning of this episode that Juan Pablo found love and nobody clapped okay. was the funniest shit <laughs> yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah, you don't know who that is. But, yeah, he was literally up until this moment. I heard about moment, him. He the, the, oh, he you was, did? He was the one who didn't pick anyone, right? No, he picked someone. He was the one at the end who was like, I like you a lot. Oh, that was him, yep. Yeah. So anyway, okay. Let's uh let's let's close it out with some positivity. Um, let's just talk really, really, really briefly of what this season, <laughs> what this season has meant for you. Reclaiming Good. my time. That's what it fucking meant. I'm still salty. Like I can't. I, like right. you need well, happiness right now, and I can't have it unless well, Peter I'm becomes the be, bachelor. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the happy person then. This is such a role reversal too, because you were all you were so angry at the show through all of the season. I was like, yeah, but it's you know good. Why? You know why? Not only have I made peace with it, I'm just glad I don't have to watch this shit every Monday now. I'm genuinely <laughs> happy. I don't, and I love recording with you. I hate it <laughs> because it's it's a legitimately a additional hour that I could be sleeping. Yes, I waste like at least three to four hours on this show a week, and I mm-hmm. I'm I'm reclaiming my time. That's what I'm yes. doing right now. Yeah, so that's I why agree I'm happy. With you. So, um, listen, thank you guys. Um, this is, this was a a random experiment. Uh, give you a little peek under the curtain. Jacqueline had an idea of just covering this season. Uh, she was supposed to have other guests, uh, as a (laughs) co-host. Uh, shit fell through at the last minute. And next thing I know, I had a DM like, you still interested? And (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, fuck it. I don't got nothing else better to do. And, um, we're here. So, uh, it's been a bumpy ride, like not consistent episodes coming on Spreaker, uh, yeah. <laughs> trials and tribulations with sound, yes, um, girl. uh, blackouts, uh, stressful times. Yes, uh, Jacqueline girl. had to do con coverage. We had a guest, 
Like we we literally went through the ringer to at least provide you with semi consistent content for this whole uh-huh. season. Um, I don't know why any of y'all listen to this shit. To be truthful, <laughs> this I, episode to me, I feel like pays it off though. I really do. No, like, and this, I agree. Yeah, with you. like we literally had no format. We were just gonna talk through how we felt every episode, give our predictions, um, and none of us are happy. No, nobody, nobody, pretty much in America is happy on how this season panned out. But I learned a lot. I feel like I grew as a person. Um, I actually learned some life lessons, believe it or not, from this bullshit. Um, mm. I learned about being consistent in, in, in doing something and seeing it through, especially on a podcast format. So, man, I just want to say thank you guys for hanging out with us. Like, we're just random voices that y'all don't know. Um, we both have day jobs. We both do other things with BGN. Um, but it meant a lot to us to at least give you something to listen to from a black woman's perspective because let's be honest we don't have a lot of black content when it comes to reviewing the bachelor franchise let alone yeah. black women so we wanted to at least give you something special so i just wanted to say take the time out to be like yo thank you for hanging with us you didn't have to listen you could have been like girl fuck this who cares you could have been like fuck bgn you could have did a lot of things but you stuck you stuck with us you stuck with us for the season through everything and i just want to say i appreciate it yeah, and I I will agree on that positivity, and I will I will make this commitment though she has told me it will take more than I have to give. If Peter becomes the Bachelor, I will DM Joy Daily to try and get her to do this again because I do feel just the chance to watch that man. I think she might do it. Team Peter, Team Peter. That's my, that's my parting shot. All right, thank you guys. Um, this is gonna be weird not recording an episode. I'm happy about it, but man. Uh, oh, last black actual last thing, Diggy. Diggy. I will, I will come out of retirement for this podcast just for you, my dear. Mm-hmm. You beautiful nerdy chocolate man. <laughs> I love him and your bow ties, boo. Your bow ties and your bow collection. Whatever you do. You're a funny man. You deserve somebody to kick it with on a podcast format. We should be the people. Like, contact us if you are listening, if you got a friend, you, your mama, your cousin too, whoever that is listening, can y'all just pass this along to Diggy? I'm going to keep tweeting him. Jacqueline's going to keep tweeting him until we get at least one episode. It could be a month from now. It could be two weeks from now where we just get a guest episode of us interviewing him and talking shop about the season. So with that, I will say thank y'all for rocking with us. We fuck with you greatly. We love you greatly and have a nice life. All right. Bye y'all.